Thank you for listening to Empower Purpose Podcast. I'm here with Pastor Jesse Hamilton of Faith Community SA. How are you doing, sir? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm thankful that you took the time to speak with me um, just for a few minutes. And today I want to get into training your thoughts. Um, Tell me how important is it um, to train your thoughts or train your mind in the spiritual realm? So first of all, I want to start with, man, I am insanely proud of you. Uh, Number one, this is a culmination of you training your thoughts, you know, of stepping out on faith and actually starting to make things happen. So I am freaking excited to be a part of this. So the importance of training your thoughts, uh, like, like you mentioned in terms of spirituality, I believe everything is spirit. Everything starts as spirit. Um, everything moves via spirit first before it ever becomes manifest into reality. So scripture says this um, in Proverbs, as a man think, so is he. So if the man never trains his thoughts, then man never becomes thoughtful. Hmm. Um, so with that being said, it is critically important that we grab a hold of our thoughts and grab a hold of them in a way where we purposefully train them, purposefully begin to almost manipulate them and begin to to mold them and shape them into the way, into the direction in which we want to go. Um, Because our thoughts lead to a particular lifestyle. Our thoughts lead to particular health style. Our thoughts lead to particular methods in which we we operate so that's why it's so important to train our thoughts and take control of our thoughts okay so would you say um how would you say that looks every day for for a person if if you're training your thoughts and say you take a person that's never started this journey of training their mind or intentionally thinking what would be something that you would give them to say, this is how you start? So, this is what it looks like. So the first thing that I actually started with was, it was a book um, called Think and Grow Rich. So Think and Grow Rich, uh, Napoleon Hill, talked about these phenomenal concepts that I had actually heard in scriptures um, pretty much all of my life, but didn't really know how to organize these scriptures into a practical way of living. Uh, So for me, what that looked like was first becoming comfortable with even establishing a chief aim in life. So a chief purpose in life. What do I want my life to look like? Mm -hmm. So oftentimes I've seen things on TV or things like that and like, okay, that looks sort of cool, but never had a purpose of something that I wanted to obtain. So Mm -hmm. I've, me personally... I've said, hey, I want my life to look like a certain way. Mm-hmm. And so after I decided, hey, I want my wife, my life to look a certain way, then I started organizing my thoughts to think that way. So then I started capturing my thoughts to say, hey, the way that you're thinking doesn't allow you to achieve that particular life, you know? Right. Um, so, so then I I started where scriptures talk tells us and teaches us to capture the very thoughts 
intents and imaginations of our mind um, because the thoughts can say, hey, you've always been this way, so what do you think? Why do you think you can accomplish this life that you think that you want? Because mm-hmm. you didn't come from this life. Right. Um, you haven't seen this life in person. You've just imagined it, dreamed it, mm-hmm. you know? And so, so what that looked like for me was then to start first to write down, hey, what do I want my life to look like? Right. And right. become down. detailed in terms of me writing it down. Say, for example, come up with a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. What, it, what do I want to see my life looking like in five years? Right. And then, so once I said that, now I start to look like how do I map out getting to that space? What kind of thoughts are required for me to get to that space? What other people are even doing this thing already in this space? How can I model what they're doing already? Mm, that's so, good. That's good. How can you model or, or um, come from or copy somebody uh, to get to the space that they already are in, basically? Yeah. yeah. Um, So if a person is looking for a book or something to go to, I know you said how to think and grow rich. Is there any other book you would recommend to get them started in this journey? Think and grow rich or any book by Napoleon Hill, I would say would be one of the uh, first books to start with. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the most prominent book that everybody started with was scripture, was Bible. Right. You know, you start... Um, I would say start with Proverbs. Literally, Proverbs is the book of wisdom, the mm-hmm. book of knowledge that leads you to to this particular set or or, or principles or rules or or almost constraints that actually provide freedom. You know, Proverbs starts to lay out how you should move in this world. With the intent of creating a prosperous life, you know. So if you read Proverbs, I would start with Proverbs, but then Napoleon Hill's books actually sort of explain the Proverbs more practically. Mm-hmm. It starts to explain scriptures more practically, right. so that now we can start to actually use those and apply them to, to our lives. So I'd say those two things, Proverbs and any book by Napoleon Hill, but specifically um, Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich and Napoleon Hill. Okay, so being a pastor, do you, I know you do believe, so the connection between mental training and faith, um, do you believe that faith, in order to have faith, you have to train your mind to start believing in different things, or you have to have the faith to believe? It's almost, would you say it's more of a, um, a mental training aspect to faith? Like if you were explaining it to a new person, to teach them how, how do you start having small faith like the size of a mustard seed versus now I'm growing, I'm training my mind, I'm trying to get to bigger faith. What is what are the action, the actions that I should take to grow my faith as far as in a mental training aspect? Wow, that's a great that's a great question. Um, so one of the things that I've lately been talking about is 
So there's this this set of verses that talks about a time when uh, when you had this guy Peter was in a boat with some other disciples of Jesus, right? And so they're going across this this particular body of water. It's dark. It's muggy. You can't see a lot of visibility. And there's this there's Jesus. Um, that for them, all the guys in the boat, it appears that. Hey, that's a ghost because Jesus is not supposed to be here. We left Jesus on the other side. Jesus is not supposed to be here. So, and on top of that, nobody walks on water. So right. they see Jesus coming across the water and they start communicating with themselves and they're like, dude, that's a freaking ghost. Let the, let's get the heck up out of here, right? Right, right. So then Peter says to himself and out loud, he was like, I think that might be Jesus though. And if it is Jesus, then he screams out, Jesus, if that's really you, let me roll over there too because... Right, right, right. Because you're doing it, so why the freak can't I do it, right? Right. So then so then Peter actually gets out of, out of the boat. Scripture says Peter gets out of the boat. He starts to walk on the water, right? Mm-hmm. So as Peter's walking across this water, all of a sudden, Scripture says that he gets distracted. Mm-hmm. He gets distracted, and then um, he starts to sink. Right. And then he, scripture says, he hollers out to Jesus, dude, you got to save me because I'm about to freaking drown because I didn't got our hair on this water. Right. And then the scripture says this. It says one of the, the things that that actually has all has puzzled me up until recently, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, Peter, you have a little bit of faith. Like he, um, what do you say? He... He um, chastised. He corrected. Like he, mm-hmm. if you read it, he was almost like screaming at Peter. Like, why you got a little bit of faith? Mm. Why do you have a little bit of faith? Like, and for me, I was always like, man, why are you getting on to Peter like this? Peter just freaking walked across water. Like, you know, you Jesus, like you should be good. Right. But Jesus was telling Peter in that moment that. You have to continue to trust and you have to continue to walk because the faith of it was the actual walking in the water. Because if you notice, he didn't tell none of the other cats. See, that's what I was thinking. Why he didn't tell them other cats that were still in the boat? Why y'all got little faith? He didn't tell none of them other cats that didn't even bother to get out the boat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He like, got on the one that got for, out. For me, I'm like, Dude, get on them cats. They the one that don't have no faith. I got some faith. I walked out here. Right, I got water. a little bit. <laughs> but but now that starts to actually differentiate what faith really is. Hmm. So now me sitting in the boat talking about, oh, I think that might be Jesus. And so, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to Jesus. That's maybe not faith. Hmm. Maybe that's hope. Hmm. So faith... If we look at it in this dynamic, faith was me actually walking to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So now faith looks like an action. Faith right. is me actually getting out there in the water and starting to walk and not me being in the boat saying, yeah, I'm going to do this great thing. I'm going to walk on the water. I believe that that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. So in developing this faith muscle, faith is a muscle, you know, it, it, it has to be you know worked with it has to be cultivated just like any other muscle you have to put in 
work, you know, and work starts with belief, you know, and, and the belief starts with taking on knowledge, hearing testimonies, uh, seeing others that have actually done it and begin to take that on as your reality. You know, and that's why we read scriptures. That's why we study. And that's why we look at books and things like that, um, because then it starts to almost give our faith um, an injection, almost like a steroid boost. Right. Hey, when my muscles weak, I go get a steroid and it pumps me up, gets me ready to recover quickly and allows me to do more weight. So the testimony actually acts as this steroid boost to say that man, if, if they could do it and they're they're humans like I'm a human, then why can't I do it? Why why can't I, I believe in the same thing and, and get the same results? And so then it requires us then to start literally stepping out, stepping out on it, you know? And so so for example, if we say, Hey, I have faith that I can get a job. I remember one time it, I was um, I applied for a job that I didn't qualify for, right? So I started working in a particular industry and I got a basic level job. I was cool. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get this job, right? Mm-hmm. And I believed that I was going to get the job. I went to the interview. Boom, I applied and I had all the faith in the world to get that job, right? right. And so sure enough, I got that job. Well, another position opened in another with another company that I didn't qualify for because I hadn't done enough time and it required... Hey, you got to have this much experience. You got to have this much experience with managing people. And you have to have done all these things, right? Mm-hmm. And I was contemplating. I was going back and forth, back and forth. And I remember Crystal and I, we took a vacation out to this lake. And I'm sitting on the lake. It's just me and her. I'm sitting on the lake. And I'm just out there contemplating. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Excuse me. And I think she stepped away for a minute. And I'm contemplating. I'm thinking about this job. And God says to me, clear as day, he said, I can't move if you don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was literally going back and forth about, should I even apply because I don't really qualify? Should I do it? I'm really qualified, man. I, I don't think so. I'll just have to wait a few more years and all that kind of stuff. But I'm going back and forth in my mind. And God said, I can't work if you don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. So if you stay in the boat, then I can't never talk to you about your faith. I can't never show you that, hey, you can actually walk on the water, right? So right after that, I ran back and I applied for the job. Sure enough, I didn't, I didn't, you know, qualify on paper. But for whatever reason, I got an interview. They hired me. That you know, the rest is history. Right. But that was a water walking moment, you know, um, a moment where I said, hey, okay, I'm going to step from the talking about it phase. And I'm going to start doing something about it. And that's that walking face. Yes. Hey, how does a person build that muscle? You have to actually start to walk. You have to actually start to do some of these things that we're talking about. Training our mind, training our thinking. Well, what are we training it for? We're training it because we feel that there's more for us. There's more things for us to have. There's more things for us to do. There's more value for us to give in this society. There are better relationships for us to have. And the only way that we get to that through faith, through training our mind, is to actually start walking, to actually start doing, to actually say, okay, I'm going to actually sign the paper. I'm going to actually start the business. I'm going to actually go down to the downtown 
and sign up and put my name on the business. You know, that's the fate. That's that's us starting to train. That's us starting to get a little, you know, little steps here. You know, that's Mm -hmm. us buying buying the book. You know, that's us writing it down on a piece of paper. That's the way that you start to build this faith muscle. And every time you do a little bit more, then you could do a little bit more, you know? And when you don't do it, then it's, you don't do it, you know? And right. same way, like we were talking earlier about working out. Like if, if the more I go to the gym, the easier it is for me to go to the gym. And then inevitably I start lifting more weights. I start getting more healthier. But every time that I say, uh, I'll, I'll go next, I'll go next week, I'll go tomorrow. Then it gets easier to go next week. And then before you know it, it's six months before you ever did anything. Right. You know, and that's the same thing with faith muscle. The more that I use it, the more, the easier it gets to use it. The less I use it, the easier it gets not to use it. Mm. So it's got to be an action. Mentally making yourself ready to take an action. Yeah. So... Getting to this last section, I like to call back it with the book. And you've actually already backed it with a lot of Bible. But what would you say, um, besides the as a man thinks, so is he, what would be something that you would give somebody to say, use this scripture to empower your thinking? To tell them mental training is very important. Keep this scripture in your in your pocketbook or keep it in your pocket and have something to say or meditate on. So it's actually a scripture that I've written on my mirror, and I periodically do this as part of my training, um, because I'm always training, training my thoughts, training my mind to think a certain way. Mm-hmm. Scripture says that um, when Jesus was tempted, you know, his first innate, innate reaction was to bring up scriptures, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I do, me personally, is I write particular sayings or scriptures on my mirrors, every mirror in my bedroom so that I'm always seeing it, even when I'm not seeing it, it's just subconsciously getting driven into me. And so Proverbs 11 and 25 says this, and this is from the Hebrew translation. It says, um, the man that blesses others will prosper and and he who satisfies others will be satisfied himself. So that's something that we can do to train our brain to Mm. say, I'm not just going to be a taker. Oh, let me see how I could get over on somebody. Let me work to to take. Let me see how much I could take from this thing. But now, however often I bless somebody, then I will prosper. Mm. And however often I could satisfy somebody, I will also be satisfied. Mm. So that's a scripture that I, that caught, that literally causes your mind to do a paradigm shift because for me, I wasn't brought up thinking like that. And for most of us, we aren't brought up thinking that, hey, let me give first and then I'll receive. Like the universe, God, the way his laws are written, established that as a man soweth, also shall he reap. Mm-hmm. But we, we never really, that's that sort of goes contradictory to, to our innate nature. Right. And training our brain, training our mind, training our spirit, training that part of us to 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 delve into faith, 
to delve into the invisible, this invisible God where, where Abraham stepped out into the invisible, you know, into this invisible God when everybody else was around him serving something else, mm-hmm. then that required him to take some mental discipline, some mental going against your natural reaction. Because natural reaction says, hey, I need to see it. I need to touch it. I need to feel it. And all those kind of things. My natural reaction says that I need to take first before I could have. Mm-hmm. My natural reaction doesn't say, hey, go bless somebody and then you'll prosper. Satisfy them first and then I'll be satisfied. Mm-hmm. So that's a scripture that, I, that, I'll, that I'll say because that's a scripture that I'm meditating upon. Getting that into my system into my subconscious so that that's my natural reaction. Right. So when I get into a moment, then boom, this is what shows up. That as I bless, then I prosper. As I satisfy, I'll be satisfied, you know? Right. So it comes right off, your, right off the top. Yeah. It's a part of you. So what... Uh, where can where can people find you? Where can people find Faith Community SA, and how do they get connected and follow and be able to take part in what you're doing? So Faith Community San Antonio is on Facebook, um, and you could find me directly at. I gotta actually look up my Instagram, <laughs> so you might have to uh, have to uh, fix that. So you can see me on Instagram at Jesse Hamilton three. Um, and at Jesse N. Crystal Hamilton on Facebook. So that's where you can find us. Man, thank you so much for taking the time just to, to sit with me and talk to me, man, about something that you've been working with me with for a very long time. And hopefully this is a blessing to somebody and it reaches somebody's heart and your ears. And again, thank you for listening to Empower Purpose. And remember that knowledge is power. Thank you.